And we came up with this idea of what if we could have a smart contract that lives on layer two? Now we can have the best of both worlds. You can choose as a developer what to build in your on-chain smart contract. Welcome to the Alpha Podcast, made possible by West Coast Customs and Neverland Studios, hosted by me, Jussup. Before we begin, I want to remind everybody that what you're about to hear is not financial advice, nor do we endorse any of the guests or projects on the show. This is simply meant for educational purposes, and oftentimes I'm learning about these projects in real time as we're recording them. While this is brought to you by West Coast Customs and Neverland Studios, the opinions expressed are of my own or the guests, and not of the companies. So without further ado, let's tap into the episode. All right, so um, why don't you introduce yourself? <laughs> Hi, I'm Alan Chu, founder and CEO of Boba Network, a new Ethereum layer 2 that supercharges what you can build in a smart contract. What got you into this space? What got me into this space? Several years ago, like most people, you learn about Bitcoin and, and crypto from friends. And then I went down the rabbit hole, started investigating, investing, learning more. Uh, and then a year ago, I really started building Boba. What was your kind of career prior to uh, getting into crypto space? So I grew up in, in Hong Kong and Vancouver and um, studied electrical engineering and computer science at UBC in Vancouver. Uh, and I was so lucky that after I graduated, I joined a startup, a distributed system startup that was re became really successful. And through that experience, I learned a lot about building companies and also how distributed systems are designed. Later on in my career, I became head of product of another distributed system startup. And this time we were building globally scalable storage cloud infrastructure for our customers. And one of them uh, was British, te British Telecom, for example. Again, learn a lot about what it takes to really build scalable, resilient software. So when blockchain came along, it was like this career-long fascination with distributed systems came into being only even better because with these previous generations of distributed systems, there was one fundamental assumption, yeah. which was there's going to be this one centralized administrative entity that will control who gets to participate in the system. And blockchains just blew that away. It's permissionless. <laughs> Anyone could join. Right. And that was fascinating. I realized I had to do something about it. Uh, I wanted to be part of the movement. So eventually jumped in and started building this company uh, called Enya. We ended up partnering with uh, GBV to take over OMG or Omisego. And out of that, we built Boba. What separates Boba from other layer twos? Yeah, uh, that's a very good question. We didn't build Boba just to create another layer two, just like any, uh, everybody else. Yeah. Um, we really wanted to build Boba as a way to push the boundaries of scalability and Web3. What we are motivated by really is to make the benefits of crypto accessible to all. Going back to a little bit of like why, why we started Boba. And personally, when the DeFi summer happened, right, a lot of people got lucky, got wealthy, but also <laughs> Ethereum became super expensive to use. Right, yeah. So if you miss the initial wave and you try to like replicate those people's successes, you're like, oh my gosh, each swap costs how much? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when I saw that, I was like, okay, um, if all this work that we have put into creating a whole new generation of decentralized infrastructure just ended up creating a new class of elites who are super wealthy and everybody else just eats nuts. That didn't sit well with me, right? Yeah. That seemed like wasted effort. It's like, why, why bother? And myself and my co-founder and our team thought, well, we've got to solve the problem at its roots first, which is there's just not enough compute capacity for the demand. 
So we wanted to jump in and help scale blockchain infrastructure and starting with Ethereum because Ethereum is the largest. But on top of that, we took a deeper look and we realized not only do we need to make blockchains faster and cheaper, but also enable developers to build more, to smarter dApps and be able to do more in their smart contracts. Because today, when you write a smart contract, what you can do is very limited and that's by design right. because of the way uh, a decentralized infrastructure work, right? It has to be able to repeat the same computations over and over again across thousands of nodes and achieve the same results. But when you look at the, the architecture of a layer two, at any one time, only one block producer that's producing blocks, suddenly those constraints that required a smart contract to perform very simple operations have melted away. And we came up with this idea of what if we could have a smart contract that lives on layer two that can connect with more sophisticated code that runs outside of a blockchain, let's say on AWS, and then have the results of that piece of code, that program flow back into your smart contract. Now you can have the best of both worlds. You can choose as a developer what to build in your on-chain smart contract and what to run on your off-chain platform. You can do some fancy things like machine learning, data science, advanced analytics, advanced cryptography, off-chain, but still have the parts of your DAP that require on-chain verification, for example, and composability with other protocols live in your smart contract. You can have the best of both worlds together. That's what sets Boba apart, and that's why we started building Boba, is to really push the boundary of what you can build on Web3. This episode is brought to you by Neverland. And no, we're not talking about the California ranch. You're probably wondering, aren't you a founder? Yes, I am, and I'm not here to bullshit you. Along with my two cousins, Mark and Kurt, our partners, Rob and Evan, and the world-famous West Coast Customs, yes, the guys behind Pimp My Ride, we're building a car customization, collecting, and racing game on the blockchain called Empire App. Empire App will sit in the Neverland world, along with the Meta Whips and the Meta Racer minigame, the Crypto Dad Dadlands mower racing game, and the ever-expanding metaverse that's going to continue to grow. You can find out more by visiting www.neverland.io. That's www.nvrland.io. Let's get back into the episode. I guess let's use the gaming side of it. Building a game on top of Ethereum, like it'd be impossible to have microtransactions. It'd be way too slow to... Right. Nobody's going to wait that long <laughs> for transactions through Ethereum. So looking at these layer twos and Solana and other things that are, are quicker, you're seeing a lot of games being built on these. Is that something that then you guys are very Absolutely. Uh, are looking at? Absolutely. The whole, the whole point of building hybrid compute is precisely to enable developers to implement algorithms and write programs that are too expensive or too slow to execute on-chain. Do you guys have games being built or, or they are built? Or? We're speaking with a number of game developers to take advantage of, of this new platform. So that is a direction you guys are Absolutely. moving towards. Yeah. Um, are people creating NFTs and minting NFTs on your platform? Yeah, that too. There have been several NFT series already minted on, on Boba. The first one was minted out in 52 minutes with less than an hour. Wow. Pounds. So uh, really, really successful. What hybrid compute ena also enables is like we've built a random number generator on top of that. And this random number generator is not only random, it's also atomic, meaning within one transaction, you get your random number back, which makes it so much simpler to, to write your smart contract. You don't have to 
wait and go back and keep checking like is the number there and this is, just makes it easier for an NFT creator to randomize the attributes across the different items in the series. This is one very simple example yeah. you can do. You can also do fancy things like dynamic generative NFTs or NFTs that evolve over time based on something that happens off chain or you can even write an off-chain process that pulls in real-world data into your smart contract that could change the look and feel of your NFTs over time. What, what we're building is um, it's a car racing, customizing, and uh, collecting metaverse, essentially. We're known for customizing cars in real life, so we want to have the ability to, like, you can add on different parts to the to the car to create your own, but want to make sure that that's all registered on that NFT. But obviously on the uh, back end, that's where it could be processing. Or if you crash in a race, maybe it depreciates the value of the NFT. If you win a bunch of races, it appreciates. So, I mean, that's like one thing that we're looking at is how, which chain and, and where can we make those things happen? Because the user, I think in the future, the user isn't going to really care what's happening in the background. They just want to know that it is happening seamlessly. Like when we start bringing in big gamers and, and gaming culture, they're more apt to play for fun as to where right now we see just play to earn. And sometimes that sounds like a job and so i think it's like we need to play fun games and then there's earning pieces yeah. to it and, and you can even have your nft attributes tied to real world attributes you can imagine right yeah installing sensors on a real world car oh that'd be cool right and have, yeah. that, and have that data feed come into like through hybrid computer into your smart contract it changes as as the if the physical attributes of the car change over time the attributes of that nft could change accordingly yeah see that's some stuff i didn't even think about that's crazy <laughs> right what are i guess what are some things on, on that same topic that you're looking forward to in the space that you've seen people building or some projects you're looking forward to really interested in seeing what people do in the nft games and and metaverse space with with the ability to now create much more sophisticated dApps there's also potential for web 2 and enterprise players to leverage hybrid computer again to Web3 as well. What do you mean by that? Or, right. Yeah, so for example, let's say you have a some sort of real-world loan agreement. It could be a mortgage. It could be some sort of collateralized debt. Um, that data is stored somewhere right. Right, in, in a traditional enterprise database, but that could be potentially be exposed or given access to, to a... To a program that you write as a developer that runs on AWS, for example, that could, that has been granted access to that enterprise database hmm. with long information. And now on the other side of that program could be a smart contract that lives on chain that has implemented DeFi protocol representing these quote-unquote real-world loan agreements. But now there's a smart contract interface in front of that, that those debts have now become composable DeFi protocol that could be, interact with other DeFi protocols. Huh. Is somebody working on this? Or just <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't say who's working on that, but certainly uh, there are developers already intrigued by what they could do yeah. um, and, and exploring those directions. That's cool. I ask everybody this. Do, are, are you an NFT collector? A casual one. Casual one? Yeah. Um, of course, and I have a bias towards NFTs that are minted on Boba Network. Yeah. <laughs> do you have Do you have some though across all networks? Yeah, I have, I have entities across other networks as well. But on on Boba Network, like I have I have quite a few Boba Punks. The first series that launched, I thought regardless of where the floor floor price ends up over time, I want a piece of the very first NFT yeah. series on this. Yeah, yeah. This is, uh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, do you guys have a marketplace on, yeah. on Boba? Yeah, yeah, it's called Tofu NFT. Tofu? Yeah. What, what's the inspiration <laughs> behind Boba? Like, Boba? I, I love that question. Yeah. The inspiration behind that was really going back to this desire to make the benefits of crypto accessible to all. We wanted to create a brand that reflects that belief, right? that feels approachable, friendly, that doesn't talk down to non-crypto natives, yeah. right? That doesn't alienate the mainstream audience. We also wanted a brand that evokes joy, that brings a smile to people's face. And a lot of our team members, myself included, we love bubble tea, we enjoy <laughs> boba. And if you think about it, when someone is drinking bubble tea, when they're drinking boba, they always smile, <laughs> right? I've gotten boba twice since I've been here. <laughs> there you go, right? And you're smiling. Yeah. <laughs> Even thinking about boba brings a smile to your I'm face. I'm gonna get one after this, make it three. Right, and that's exactly the kind of emotional resonance that we want the brand to have with our users. Cool. Right. So if you're, we are friendly crypto infrastructure. Right? We are not some alien technology that is speaking a foreign language to you. Right. Cool. Well, I, lo I love that answer. <laughs> Great answer. Um, where can people find you on socials? Well, yeah, we're everywhere on socials. On uh, Twitter, it's just Boba Network. That's our handle. Our website is boba.network. And if you go to the community page of boba.network, all the links to our various social uh, presence uh, are going to be there. Cool. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. My pleasure. It. Yeah, I really enjoyed this conversation. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, likewise. It's nice to meet you. Yeah, great to meet you too.